It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Fox News Podcasts presents the Brett Bear Podcast. Common ground. There are a number of senators on the Republican side that continue to want to find common ground. We emphasize the conflict and, and controversy sells. And I think it's a problem because most Americans look at Washington and see something that's broken. Why don't we look for ways that we celebrate what this country is capable of doing? It's amazing what you can do when you get off social media and you start talking, communicating with one another because there is common ground. With Fox News chief political anchor Brett Baer. It is time for this week's Common Ground segment. Joining us tonight, Arizona Independent Senator Kirsten Sinema and Oklahoma Republican Senator James Langford. Thanks for being here. It's great Good to be here. You. you are working together on uh, trying to figure out the border situation. Obviously, you're very familiar with it at, in your home state, uh, but it's really every state that's affected. Title 42 coming to an end. Is there an answer here in the coming days? Well, there should be an answer. You know, the administration has known for two years that the end of Title 42 is coming. It was never intended to be a long-term solution. And James and I together, um, as the chair and, and top uh, ranking member of the border subcommittee in the Senate, have been calling on the administration to prepare for the end of Title 42. Unfortunately, Brett, I'm sad to tell you that they haven't done it. They have not prepared for the end of Title 42, which comes in just a week and a half. So what happens, like for all the folks, we've been covering this obviously for a long, long time with folks down there on the border and showing it, um, but what happens when this thing expires? So there's about two million people a year that are coming illegally across the border. Most of them are crossing the border and then saying, I have fear in my country, which is what the cartels have told them to say. And then they are allowed to be able to come in the country and request an asylum hearing. That asylum hearing, depending on where they request it, will be about 18 years before it's actually settled in the future. And so they're free to go anywhere they want to, work anywhere they want to in the country. It's, it's the pull factor into the country that you know that. To be clear, Title 42 has only turned around about 30% of those folks. So Title 42, when it ends, is kind of the last barrier that's out there. This administration has now said they want to change some of the asylum rules, which we have talked about for two years now, to say they could do this. Uh, so all the things that they initially said, these are terrible ideas, building a fence, adding military on the border, uh, reinforcing uh, su uh, support there, changing the asylum rules that they said two years ago were terrible ideas. Now, almost five million people later, they're now saying, OK, maybe those are good ideas. And they're now proposing some of the things we've been pushing on for quite a while on it. But again, it's the week before here. They don't have the structure in place to be able to handle it. Here's what the Biden administration is saying. Here's what they're saying. Homeland Security Secretary says the border is secure. Well, that's and, not true. Hold on. And the White House Press Secretary said 90% uh, immigration has gone down by 90%. Yeah. So obviously the border is not secure. Anyone with eyes can see that. And anyone who lives in a border state like I do, born and raised in Arizona, actually it takes offense at comments like that because they're just factually not true. The reality is, is that border communities in my state are suffering already, and that's before the end of Title 42. Just last week, I held a hearing in our border subcommittee and brought a Republican mayor and a Democratic mayor, both representing small border towns from Arizona, and we just asked them, what is it like every day in your town? And Brett, there are high-speed chases 
going on through the city of Sierra Vista right now with young teens driving cars and sometimes being killed or causing the death of others, transporting drugs and other migrants through these communities. It is not secure. It is not safe. So when you hear the administration sending 1,500 troops down there to the border, what's your response to that? Well, 1,500 troops should be helpful. Now, I will say we got that announcement this morning. My team has asked for a briefing. We've got no information about what it's going to look like. But 1,500 bodies is better than not 1,500 bodies. But no one can claim that that is going to be enough. The reality is, is that we're seeing over a thousand single male adults come through the Tucson sector every single day. We don't have enough buses to transport those individuals to other parts of the country. We don't have enough holding facilities to keep them incarcerated until a disposition has been made. We don't have the space, the money, or the person power to address this crisis. 1,500 people will help, but we both know it's nowhere near enough. We'll continue right after this. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. It's past 72 hours. Chief Raul Ortiz, uh, chief of uh, U.S. Border Patrol, said two agents were assaulted. Uh, 22,000 apprehensions, 806 pounds of methamphetamine, 283 pounds of marijuana, 62 pounds of cocaine, three firearms, five maritime events, two sex offenders, two tractor-trailer events, one convicted murderer, one gang member. This is in the past 72 hours. And so, that's, again, that's just a sampling of what they actually right. interdicted. That's not even close to the thousands of people that are the getaways they get in between. While Border Patrol is engaging in one area to an arrest, the cartels actually put the real criminal individuals in a different area. Yeah, so it's like a water balloon. It's and like you drugs. hit down one yeah. spot and they go to someplace it, else. It That's is, right. and, it, and it's a big issue for us. And we, we are trying to be able to push back and say, be serious about this and actually engage. And when they throw out numbers like they did, 90% of the folks we've had a decline, what they mean is certain countries, the actual number of people crossing the border goes up. Mm-hmm. But they pull these statistics out and, and try to convince people, hey, look, it's better. Don't believe your eyes. Okay, so what needs to happen? You're working together. but. What has to happen now? The comprehensive thing has never really transpired up on Capitol Hill. That's right. It just hasn't happened. Well, it's, it's so big that it's hard and unwieldy to get done. But the reality is, is there are a lot of bipartisan plans that we've been working on with some of our colleagues in the Senate and the House that could actually make a difference. It would be most helpful if the administration would start by actually enforcing the laws that are on the books. That would provide confidence, particularly to Republican members of the House and the Senate, that we could get something done. But the reality is, is that we've got to do a better job at supporting our Border Patrol, ensuring that they have the staffing, the resources, and the authority to do their jobs. We need to reform the asylum system. Right now, the cartels are controlling who comes to the country, when they come, what they say what path they enter through. And while we're spending our time dealing with those asylum seekers, the bad guys and the drugs are coming in on the sides. So we need to change the system so they can no longer exploit it legally. Can you 
do something around the edges that would make a difference. The, the edges will make a difference on this. We really do have to. The crux of the issue is the asylum law itself. That's right. Uh, if we don't control this, if you go into Canada right now, past the United States, illegally cross the border into Canada, they will immediately ask you, did you request asylum in the United States? If you say no, they will turn you around. Most of Europe is that way. But yet in this administration, you can request asylum from anywhere in the world. The last time I was in Yuma was in January. Mm -hmm. uh, in January, we checked in at that time. There were more people from Uzbekistan that had crossed the border in Yuma than there were from El Salvador. And you're leading a bipartisan CODEL That's to right. the Arizona border at the end of the month. That's right. So on the politics side, the administration sometimes is unhappy with you. You're an independent. Uh, you don't, you're not caucusing with anybody. Um, as you look towards an election, how do you see that? You know, Brett, I, I, I think this is no surprise to Arizonans, and I'm happy to share this with the rest of the country. That's not what I'm thinking about. What I'm thinking about is what it looks like on the ground for my folks in Arizona every day. You know, when I was on the phone earlier today with the folks in Gila Bend, that mayor had to put migrants in his car and drive them to Phoenix in the last couple of years because they were just left in his small town that has one stoplight. So I'm not thinking about an election. What I'm thinking about is the mayor of Gila Bend and how to help him and his community. Would you and say the message to people at home is there are Democrats, independents, Republicans working together? 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, 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 I, Absolutely. I know the media is easy to be able to show two people yelling at each other. It makes for better TV to have one person nodding and one person shaking their head. I, I, I get that. But there are people that are serious, that are sitting down and trying to be able to work through, that are bringing real solutions to the administration, saying, here's some ideas that would actually work, that are trying to be able to work together on all as aspects of the immigration proposal right. to say, here are logical, reasonable solutions. Because I think when I talk to most people in Oklahoma, they're not angry about immigration anymore. They're afraid now. This is really spinning out of control, and they're afraid there's no way to be able to stop this. There are practical ways to do it, and there are people that are actually working to try to get a stop and a handle and an actual control of the border. Well, I'll tell you, in Arizona, they're just exhausted. It's been 40 years of the federal government's failure to address this crisis. And that's the bottom line. This is a crisis for our community and for our state. So the reality is that there are many of us who are working together in a bipartisan way to solve this. What we need are folks who are watching what's happening to get engaged and help us find a solution, help us actually solve the problem rather than use it as a political football in campaigns to attack each other. That's what Common Ground has been about. We appreciate you taking the time today. Thanks so much. Good to see you. Thanks for doing it. Thank you. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch.